this podcast goes quite long today. So if you want the too long, didn't listen version, it's that the wave of the future in the job market is technology and automation. So look to sectors that fall into that if you want to, uh, to jump on the front of the trend. If you want to buck the trend, then look to sectors that require uniquely human skill sets, personal touch, and go that route. But I think you'll find this highly informative and interesting. So give it a listen. Let me know your thoughts. Until next week, go out and do good work. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast, Intentionally Creating a Lifestyle of Freedom. Today, what I've got for you is two questions that came in over social media. And one was asked of me in a group that I'm in, what jobs are going to be a good bet when my kids are ready to enter the workforce? And that's a multifaceted question has a lot of variables in it, but I'm going to do my best to give a good starting point for where your kids should should look, some factors that they should consider when looking to enter the workforce or looking to further their education when when they reach the point of considering their career or what direction they should go in their work. The second question was asked in the Constructive Liberty group on MeWe, and yes, that's a thing. MeWe is a great alternative to Facebook if you're tired of the political BS and the banning and shadow banning and not being able to follow the people you follow, really, on Facebook. Jump on over to MeWe. It's a great alternative to Facebook. But I have a Constructive Liberty group, and a question came in on the chat, and the question that he asked was, what are three pieces of advice that you would give to your 17-year-old self? And what I told him was that I would tell myself to start a business and learn how to uh, generate income, how to um, use the tax code to your benefit, to to pay as little taxes as possible. And the second thing that I told him that I would tell my 17-year-old self is to save more than you think possible, to get in on the fire movement at the very beginning of when that was happening. Now, I know there's been a lot of people that have lived this lifestyle for years. It's kind of what Dave Ramsey would teach, to, to make as much as you can save as much as you can and spend as little as possible until you are able to, until you're financially stable. But the FIRE movement goes even deeper than Dave Ramsey in that they jump into sectors of business and jobs. They jump into sectors of the economy that they expect to see massive growth, that they can grow their money in just a couple of years rather than investing over the long term. Now, Dave Ramsey's system is great for 90% of the people out there, but there's a small percentage that want bigger and better and faster. And those are the people that are part of the FIRE movement, financially independent and retire early. 
is what FIRE stands for. And the third piece of advice that I said I would give my 17-year-old self, and this is somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but that's don't miss out on Bitcoin. And if you don't know anything about Bitcoin, it's a cryptocurrency, which is another means of exchange, to put it in layman's terms. Um, it's not based on the U.S. economy at all. It's It kind of has a correlation. Most people value Bitcoin somewhat based on the U.S. dollar, but it that I mean that's basically how you figure out how to exchange it. Is this is what it would cost in U.S. dollars? So here's how much Bitcoin. It's a lot deeper than that, but the bigger picture there is look into the future and see those trends coming. I use Bitcoin as an example because that's something that started out valued. I mean, it was pennies per Bitcoin and is now, I think, around $11,000 per Bitcoin. So knowing the trends that are coming and being able to jump out ahead of that is, is the idea behind that statement of don't miss out on Bitcoin. So let's let's jump into the main topic of the show. The what jobs are going to be a good bet when my kids are ready to enter the workforce. And like I said, there's a lot of factors here based on if your kids are in high school, if they are currently in college, or maybe they're on the younger end of it. They might be just getting into the first, second grade. If they're that age, then the job market is going to be a lot different because it's going to be 12 to 15, 18 years before they're ready to start getting into the job market, before they're looking at really what they are going to be doing as a career. And some things that will factor into that are what I believe we should factor in is what makes me happy. In my last episode, I talked about 13 steps to creating a lifestyle of freedom. And I, I, confession time, I ripped those straight off of Jack Spearco over at the Survival Podcast. But those are excellent ways to, to go about creating a lifestyle of freedom. But the essence of it is what makes me happy? How, what can I do that brings me fulfillment and creates a positive impact on the world around me? I believe that's the number one factor we should look at when creating, when building a career, when looking into the job market. But I did a little research on this. Well, I did a good bit on it, but I've I picked out a few articles that I'm going to take bits and pieces from about the job market of the future. And what I wanted to start with is an article from CNBC.com. And it's titled 13 Ways a Coronavirus Pandemic Could Forever Change the Way We Work. Now, I th- reading over this, it looks like, now, I don't think that these factors that they list here are caused specifically by the coronavirus pandemic, as they say. Rather, it, it's a uh, reflection of a bigger trend um, sped up or brought on faster by the pandemic. So, number one, working in an office could become a status symbol. 
And that has been a uh, a slow shift for years coming. There's there's people who they're outliers, yes, but they have been able to to work from home to convince their boss to let them work from home and they are able to maintain productivity and it increases their lifestyle because they don't have to deal with you know they uh the commute to and from work so office spaces are are dying um but working in an office space could become a status symbol number 2 most meetings can be replaced by email and instant messenger and this is kind of a trend that's that's been flowing for a while and if you've ever worked in an office environment you likely know that most meetings probably 90% of the time are useless it's i don't i don't see what the point is i've never been in a meeting i was in construction for quite a few years well i still am but when i worked for a general contractor we'd have a meeting every week and most times all it did was frustrate you because you had to stop the project you were working on to go sit there and it just felt pointless. Anything that was pertinent that needed to be relayed can be done by email or instant messenger. Or if it needed to be said face-to-face, it can be between relevant parties. And that also plays into the next point, or one of the following points. But it could also be the end of business travel as we know it. So we talked about email and instant messenger and uh, video chat, you know, if it needed to be done face to face, it can be just between relevant parties instead of a large office environment, instead of a big meeting with everybody involved. But also business travel can be done via telecommuting through Zoom, or there's so many other ways that we can meet face to face, but virtually. So the end of business travel as we know it. And we talked about office buildings. It says office buildings can become elaborate conference centers. As as more and more people start to work from home, office buildings are going to die. So you might see massive corporations with a whole building, a whole skyscraper that is dedicated to their offices. But they they can have that on one or two floors now as as they outsource and as more of their people are able to work from home because the internet is so accessible. Every, many of the things that are done in an office environment can be done from home because of the power of the internet. And as their their people start to work from home, they'll have more space. They'll downsize and Either the office buildings will die or they will um, lease out floors to other businesses, to other corporations. And, and uh, I'm, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but basically, though, instead of 10 companies each having their own building, they can all combine into one building. Mandatory on-the-job medical screening could become the norm. Now, we've had drug testing for years, and it's randomized drug testing. But now in the COVID world, they have implemented medical screening. You know, you, you get scanned for your temperature and antibody tests. And that could become mandatory moving into the future. 
This says coworkers could become even closer. I'm not sure how that works when you don't see each other all the time. I know a lot of times coworkers they clash. They they don't see eye to eye and their the office environment can become very toxic. But if you're not around anybody, if you're working from home, I don't see how coworkers become closer, but that was something that this CNBC article stated could happen. Fashion-ready face masks could become a wardrobe staple. Not for me. Standard nine-to-five office hours could become a thing in the past, and that's obviously the case if people are working from home. Your hours will be more flexible as long as you get done the amount of work that you would normally get done within your nine-to-five office hours. Then if it's a 10 to 12 work environment, however you set your hours, you still would have to maintain the productivity. And that can be done so much more in your own personalized environment. Home office stipends could become a common perk. The workplace could become more equitable for women. Middle management positions could be cut forever. Automation could be accelerated. And I'm going to talk a lot more about automation because I believe that automation is the wave of the future. Not that I'm a fan of automation, yes, in some things, but I see that as a coming trend. Automation could be accelerated. I say automation will be accelerated. It is being accelerated. An increased demand to close the digital divide. They cite that roughly 21 million Americans lack access to the internet. That will change. That's the end of that, what I had on that article. And I've got a few more to share. We're already at 13 minutes. This is going to be one of my longer podcast episodes. I hope you can bear with me. The next article is from Business Insider. And it's 30, no, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to go over to fool.com, top 10 high-paying jobs in 2030. I'm going to move through this fairly quickly. Physical therapy assistant, operations research analyst, physical assistant, nurse practitioner, physical therapist, personal financial advisor, applications software developer, accountant, general and operations manager, and registered nurse. And the trend that I see in all of these jobs that it lists as some of the top 10 by the year 2030 is that they're, um, they deal with people, their personal jobs. It's not something that can easily be automated. It's person to person. And as, as humans, we like that. Most times we like that contact. We don't want to, to be treated medically by a robot. Or we don't want a robot doing operations research and analyzing things. Some of that will be di- will be done through automation, yes. But for the for the person to person, the therapy, the financial advice, and the accountant, registered nurse, some of those things, they're going to stick around because they they need that human touch. I did a quick search for factory job trends. Um, factory jobs is a huge thing that does not require the human touch. It is, it's not personal. It doesn't require the human relationship. It's very automatable. I think that's how you would say that. 
some of the uh, some of the headlines that turned up job gains for the manufacturing industry are the most added jobs it says over the past year and this article is 2 years old the US manufacturing added 320,000 jobs now that has slowed recently um the trend that i see happening now is from what i hear many manufacturing jobs they have so many openings and they're unable to fill them and that's going to accelerate their move towards automation because when a job a task is repetitive and you don't have to move around if you're standing on the assembly line you can quite simply build a machine or a robot to do that task and many manufacturing or factory jobs can be automated fairly easily According to a survey on global trends conducted by LinkedIn, 92% of the surveyed human resources professionals and hiring managers are now focused on soft skills because they're considered more important than hard skills. And that would be the jobs that need that human touch, the soft skills, the how do you relate to other people? And that's not needed in a factory environment. Um, let's see, moving down, the fall of unemployment in the manufacturing. I'm sorry, the fall of employment, not unemployment, in the manufacturing sector. Job opening rates in the manufacturing nearly doubled from 2001 to 2017. Job openings. So they're unable to fill those positions. You know, we between 2001 and 2017, we had several periods of massive unemployment. But the job openings doubled. They're unable to fill those because they're not fulfilling jobs. You, most people don't like to go stand in an assembly line and just brainless work. Moving on, top 25 jobs of the future, according to Hotmart.com. I'll move through these fairly quickly. Um, it's going to be a lot of jobs coming up in technology. The top 25 jobs of the future, software developers, specialists in user and customer experience, creators, advisors to creators, online teachers. That's a trend that has really been accelerated this year since a lot of schooling has moved online because of the COVID pandemic. And people are afraid to have their kids in a school environment for that. And as a result, they're turning to online teaching and finding better results often. It's if you're a good online teacher, if you're a good teacher and you can take that market online and, and know where to find your people, you will have a great career. Coaching, physical activity coaching, digital marketing professional, big data analyst, community manager, environment engineer, hospital engineer. Information security, waste manager, 3D architect and engineer. And I lost my space here. Uh, wearables, wearables developer. Sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. Image consultant, innovation manager, geneticist, talents manager, inside sales representative, e-commerce specialist, mental health professional, specialist in renewable or alternative energy, and financial manager. 
and I'll put a link to each of these articles that I reference in the show notes. So if you're interested in reading more about these, definitely check them out. There's a lot of information. Future job trends. And this comes from careercliff.com. And this was this is a really long article originally written in December of 2018, but has been very recently updated. So trending jobs in mid-2019 were business and professional services, health services and education, hospitality and leisure, construction, and government jobs. This report predicts that the top 10 of jobs by 2022 are data entry clerk, accounting and payroll clerk, administrative and executive, executive secretary. Rally and factory workers, client information and service staff, business services and administration managers, accountants and auditors, material recording and stock, wow, stock keeping clerks, general and operations manager, postal service clerk. And they've got a lot of graphs and charts in here predicting the growth over the next few years. So the top 10 emerging tech jobs of 22 are information analysts and scientists, AI and machine learning specialists, general and operations manager, software and application developer and analyst, sales and marketing professionals, big data experts, digital conversion experts, conversion experts, new technology experts, organizational development experts, information technology services. And you can see a serious trend going as I go through these articles that a lot of the wave of the future is technology. And if you can look ahead and figure out which jobs are going to withstand the technological invasion as it is, then, then you can move into a career doing that, or you can jump on the bandwagon of the technological revolution as we call it and and you can be ahead of the trend you can you can be at the beginning of the next wave of you know we had the industrial revolution i think we're they call it the fourth and fourth industrial revolution now but now we are at the point where technology is taking over a lot of jobs and automation is is going to be huge moving into the future and that's the trend that that I see and I hope that you'll see and take into consideration and help your kids see that as, as they look for those jobs. So shifting the future jobs there, like I said, there's a technological shift. Uh, the, the trend of the workforce is a culture of innovation. It's going to majorly drastically affect the pattern of businesses and that'll bring economic uh, ups and downs. There is there will be strategic changes in the human relations management, and that will impact labor laws. There will be a huge diversification of labor skills because it's going to be a lot more specialized skills that are needed rather than the general factory line stuff like that. It's going to be this, this specific thing is the thing that I do. And you'll, you'll need to have a specific skill. There's going to be a big need for personal development. 
new job creation is probably going to go in a downward trend as a lot more things are outsourced. Like I said, there's a rise of outsourcing. Um, their education is going to be a lot more specific, and you'll need to be educated in in those specific things to be able to get a job in that area. E-commerce will be huge. There's going to be changing supply and demand. And everything is going to accelerate through time. Like These changes are going to come faster and faster. More employees want job flexibility, they or work flexibility rather. I want to be able to work from home or have a mobile working environment. A list of booming industries of the future, and, and this again ties back into technology. And the, the list of industries is artificial intelligence, virtual reality, drones, uh, mobile transactions, wearables, genomics. Cryptocurrencies, connected homes, robotics, Internet of Things, 3D printers, and driverless vehicles. And those will require specific skills and knowledge to be able to master those industries, to be able to really rise up. If, if you want to be on the forefront of those industries, now's the time to start moving that direction, to start learning. So from McKinsey.com, jobs lost, jobs, jobs gained. What the future of work will mean for jobs, skills, and wages. And that's they throw out five questions to ask yourself when looking at future jobs. So what impact will automation have on work? What are possible scenarios for employment growth? Will, will there be enough work in that sector in the future? What does automation mean for skills and wages? And how do we manage the upcoming workforce transitions? I highly recommend you read this article as they, they go pretty well in depth on a lot of those questions, trying to answer that for you. We're going a little long today, so I'm going to skip the next few articles. I'll put the, uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. And lastly, I want to share with you an article from LinkedIn, and it also is talking about jobs of the future. It says 12 jobs you'll be recruiting for in 2030, and this really shows the underlying trend of moving towards technology and automation. So number one is an organ creator, and not an organ that you play, but a, a human organs that you can create or 3D print. Number two is an augmented reality journey builder. Number three, biofilm installer. Number four is earthquake forecaster. Number five, makeshift structure engineer. And I would add to that any kind of structure engineer because I see the wave of the trend, or the, the wave of the future being anything that can be automated or done by machines. So any kind of structure that could be you know, you could build portions of it in a factory and then take it out and assemble it on site. So rather than just makeshift structure engineers, any kind of structure, probably houses will be built this way in the future. They'll print, they'll, they'll make walls that you just take out and you put in place and everything will automatically connect and it'll have your outlets in it. It'll already have your doors and your windows in there and probably 
already be painted, pre-finished. And I see that happening in the distant future. Um, number six is a rewilder to turn back those concrete jungles into a green area or places for wildlife to bring back um, agriculture, wildlife management, forests, native species to abandon factories and um, take back the concrete jungle, as it were. Number seven is human machine teaming manager. And that's just the integration of humans and machines working together, how to manage that, how to integrate that within your corporation. Number eight, digital currency advisor. Number nine, drone traffic optimizer. Number 10, self-driving car mechanic. While those self-driving cars can drive themselves, they can't fix themselves. That's going to require a new kind of mechanic. Number 11, agile supply, wow, agile supply chain worker. I combined supply and chain and made a new word, supplane. <laughs> agile supply chain worker. Number 12, trash engineer or a garbage designer. So that the thought there being that someone who designs new items, be it clothing or toys or furniture from people's trash. But the way to go in this might be to design um, packaging and everything that we now throw away, but to design bottles like water bottles and uh, food packaging, all of that to be biodegradable. That would be the way that trend should go rather than figuring out how to use our trash, which yes, we need to do, but how to design our trash to be biodegradable would be the wave of the future. And there was another great article that had a really, really good infographic. I'm not going to go through that. one. Um, I will say the top 10 skills in 2020 that it lays out are complex problem solving, critical thinking, creativity, people management, coordinating with others, emotional intelligence, judgment and decision-making, service orientation, negotiation, and cognitive flexibility. And these are all uniquely human traits. So as you look to the future, as you try to decide your career direction, look for things that require uniquely human traits that cannot be automated and move in that direction. Or rather than doing a job that can be automated, look to be the person who designs the automations. That's where the money's going to be at, is if you can if you can be the person who brings that automation in, who saves factories, you know, they've got thousands of jobs right now of people who only work eight hours a day. But if you can design a machine for them to do that job and it can work 24-7, then you can have one person managing all of those machines and you will be you'll be a billionaire. You will have untold riches if you can be that person. Excuse me. So I know I've gone really long today, 30 minutes. Wow, I never expected to get to a 30-minute podcast. But the wave of the future is technological. It's automation. There are a few jobs that won't be touched by that. And that's things that require a uniquely human skill. Things like a handyman, um, 
service to like service industry is there's elements of it that will go away like a food service industry there's already fast food restaurants that are nearly 100% automated but things that like i said a handyman plumbers electricians currently a lot of those things cannot be automated so look to get into the service industry or to get on top of the trend of the technological revolution. That's all I've got for you today. I, I hope that helped. And let me know what your thoughts are. I'd love to hear where you see the wave of the future going, where you see the trends turning. It's both frightening and yet exciting seeing this coming and not sure how it's going to affect you. But design your life that you, the way you want to live it. Design as much freedom as you can into your life while taking into account these things that we talked about today. That's all I've got for you. Go out and do good work.